welcome to in the house it's your girl lady merc in the house and i have a very very special guest my man rich rocket is on the line right now what's up boy hey rich <laughs> hey friends how's everybody doing say what's up to the people i'm so happy that you uh just came on to in the house and like i've literally been seeing you grind i'm very excited to have you on my show um and just like just this energy that you bring to the whole forefront of the platform of the medias and i just love what you do so i just can't wait to begin to the who up next interview but before we get all dipping dash all in the you know goodies of your business how are you feeling today are you like what's your spirits at where you how you feel where you at uh i will say the last like 48 hours have really been a test Really? <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. It's like, um, you know, 2020 has been like, go, go, go. Like, since the beginning, since no, January seriously. 1. <laughs> uh, which is great. But, you know, with every uh, triumph comes a test. Mm. So, I am definitely in a test <laughs> period no, currently. You were speaking like I'm a witness. Like, I felt like right. 2019 was still here. Like, I'm like, is we in the new decade or no? Like, because right. I am definitely getting yeah, tested. Boy. So push through, finish wrong, okay? Don't <laughs> don't let yeah. this year. You know, yeah, exactly. I'm already looking forward to the lesson. Exactly, that's the major thing, the lesson that you are taught during your tests. All right. So before we get uh popping with the topic, uh, I want to give a little Facebook birthday shout outs because it's Aquarius season. All my little water signs, never emotional ways. <laughs> <laughs> people out there to say what's up um do you have any aquarius birthday shout outs that you want to give out before i do mine uh my niece oh yes uh, my, niece. my niece turned seven today oh, so happy birthday raya that's my favorite number and two my, oh yeah she she's a very special child mm -hmm. and my great grandmother shout out to your i don't know which birthday this is for her but uh, on the 25th my great grandma's birthday hey so. that's love yo shout out to your great grandma and your niece um, on my Facebook status, I have Bria, Elsa, Micah, Alexander, and Tynell Cooper. Happy, happy birthday to all my Aquarius. Okay, so swim out the waters and, you know, turn up, you know, so. <laughs> exactly. So, in other news, though, I want to get into a little chitter chat. So, this is where I give a little media entertainment, and I definitely want to get your opinion on this news. Come to find out that Tinder, for all those who don't know, you know, if you on the app trying to get your little freak on, Tinder is the spot, okay? They have now created this panic button <laughs> for when dates wow. go left, you know, instead of you swiping left, yeah. they got a panic button. <laughs> this is hilarious I mean to me, though. I think it's I think it's kind of necessary, right? Because it's getting all, crazy, like, right? Sex trafficking and things mm. going on, like mm -hmm. you know, people can portray themselves however they want online. There's no one to police that. That's true. You know what I mean? So yeah, I would love to, you know, be able to rape people or something. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? When I'm mm -hmm. being catfished or something like that, I would love for there to be some. Have you ever been catfished? Like now. Huh? Have you ever been catfished before? Listen, um, from <laughs> 18 to like 24, right. I could have been the show catfish. Oh. Like, I've been catfished so many times. It's been ridiculous. Yo, I definitely got here like, when When I saw the premiere for that show, I never felt so seen in my entire life. You should have called, like, Stephen. <laughs> Need yourself. No, I, like, I like write in all the time. I'm just like, hey guys, if you ever need, me. <laughs> like, I please. Know, I, I know the tips. I know the tricks. Like, let's do it. Yes, Neve and Max will say thing. So, shout out to them for even you know having that show. But shout out to Tinder for creating that safety feature because, like you said, people are getting a little dangerous. I ain't going to flex. I was definitely one of the members that was on plenty of fish all the time you know what i mean so even that mm -hmm. aspect like i took a risk and meet people and you know you think it's harmless because you think people are legit and honest but they don't they just be whole liars like i got catfish yeah. probably once or twice but not not as much as like really 
going out the limb dating to my five years offline without meeting them like that's just crazy you know what i mean yeah so it's level two yeah shit. i like the, the amount of times i've been it's literally like i think that sometimes the universe is just telling me to like write a screenplay or something hey. because the amount of material i have from like catfish experiences is like insurmountable oh man if you ever write a play let me <laughs> let me be in that joint because i definitely i got <laughs> Shout out to you. In other news, though, um, it's a couple little things that's going on tonight that I want to give a shout out to. First thing first, it's a lesbian kickback. So I'm definitely part of the LGBT community, and I'm also part of the Lesbian Alliance of Baltimore. I'm also an MC, a promoter with Euphoria. Shout out to Lane. Um, just everything going on, popping off right now. So um, it's a lesbian kickback tonight at Eye Candy Lounge. That's 409 Eastern Boulevard in Essence. And also, it's a no-cap party. So all my Aquarius, no Capcom allowed nah y'all can come but point is on my query is y'all free to tonight um till 12 at euphoria and i'm on the mic as well so if you need something to do come through to one of those spots and we're gonna get lit you already know how it is all right so yeah. i want to get into the topic and we're gonna play a little theme song music before we even get into it um about respect and i kind of did like an alley-oop from last week last week i talked about loyalty but what's loyalty without respect you know what i mean so i definitely want to bring mm -hmm. on this topic because i think a lot of people either have it or don't or don't even have respect for themselves or others so i want to break it down to the t the song that came right. to my mind was aretha franklin so <laughs> shout out to aretha <laughs> you know it's about to be a movie that jennifer hudson um this year is supposed to be coming out about Aretha Franklin. Yeah. So, did you hear about that? I did. What I'm not think? really excited about it because uh, I you... wish they would find someone that looked like Aretha but Franklin. But her voice, though. Come on now. Yeah, but I don't even really feel like... I mean, Jennifer Hudson is an amazing singer. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Yeah. But I don't feel like the voices are parallel either. I feel like they just found someone. They were like, <laughs> this person will sell tickets. I think that's... This is Rush. But who else could play that part like right now who would you what actress would you choose but see what's the thing maybe it's not a somebody we know you know like i know a person personally who mm -hmm. i think looks like her but she's not a famous person she mm -hmm. could sing but you know what i mean like mm -hmm. i just feel like they need to stretch a little bit when they come to like doing these things that last forever you know what i mean yeah i definitely agree so we're gonna play a little snippet of respect before we get into the topic hey hit that track
that's my part right there. I'm not gonna lie, Rich. Suck it to me, suck it to me, suck it to me, suck it to me. All right, I can't sing. I can't sing. <laughs> that's my part right there. So let's get into the topic. Okay. Yeah, like she felt that somebody was definitely being real disrespectful. And she was like, I'm not going to have this. I'm going to write a song about it. So shout out to Arisa Franklin for creating the culture, okay? Song, classic, full respect, all right? So let's, like, dive into the whole, like, meaning of what respect is. Like, to you, Rich, what is respect? Respect is uh, literally seeing or putting out what you want to receive back. So, like, to me, respect is giving, like, mm -hmm. of yourself what mm. you want to receive from other people. Right. And I think uh, respect, honestly, a lot of people feel like you have to give it before you, like, you know, it's kind of like you got to give it to receive it, but a lot of people yeah, feel like you have to earn it at the same time. So, it's just like, mm -hmm. how do you even... No, <laughs> like if you have to earn it, it was just you just give it just to anybody. Like, who do you respect? Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, I think that one one thing that always starts the conversation about respect or the idea is the respect for self. Mm. So, if you see a person who is okay. not exactly exemplifying a sense of self respect, then usually people sometimes choose to have less respect for those persons. You know what I mean? Right. And that's the crazy part that you, you know, you just hit it on right on the nose. A lot of people don't have that self-respect, but some people are not even taught to respect themselves. You know what I mean? So it's just like, how do we learn to even respect ourselves before we even show anyone else respect? Where, where do I we think get it's a that? Journey, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because self respect also different to different people. Yeah. Yeah, I actually agree. So, but what yeah, characteristics do a person need to have to show respect? Like, what do that even look um, like? I, yeah, I, again, I think it's like an individual thing. Like, mm -hmm. because some people, you know, one person would say, like, a way a person carries themselves or a way a person would appear, like, in dress or style would, you know, determine their self respect, how much they respect themselves, but then there's other people who choose to be a little more flashy or choose to dress a little less. Mm. Doesn't mean they don't have the respect, same amount of right. respect for themselves. Right. It's just that they exhibit it a different way. Mm. So I think it it can only come from, you know, challenging or getting to know that person. Okay. I I feel that. So to you, how, when do you feel like you're respected? Like personally, when you are shown respect, how does it feel? Um, number one, the biggest thing for me is respecting my time. Mm. So when somebody shows reverence for yes. my time or my effort, yes. that to me is the biggest sign. Like, that's when I know that, like, we are on the same length, wavelength. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I definitely agree. I think that's a great example because time is precious and, <laughs> yo, it's mm -hmm. limited. Like, seriously. So I think when somebody does show up and do what they're supposed to do, be a word. I, I think if you're a man of your word, even showing the respect, this is being solid um, and just going after what you believe for, but at the same time, not letting anyone downplay you, you know, play like stuff on your toes yeah. or like even when people say things out of your name, even if they're joking or not, just having that self-respect, like, no, nah, I'm not going to allow certain things to happen or allow certain people to say anything because then that gives them that leeway that they can just talk to you and do anything to you without any consequence. Right. But I also feel like in certain situations, there's going to be people who are going to try you anyway. So, right. once again, I think that's when it comes down to the self-respect. If you have enough respect for yourself, to either disacknowledge those kind of situations, that's really the power. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If you're able to, you know, properly engage to fix those kind of issues or properly disengage, that's a true sign to me of self-respect. Like, I have more respect for 
you know, interact with a person who would want to treat me that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, Cause I think when somebody do show you that disrespect, you know, then you just turn like it's war. Like you turn red and you see all black and you right. about to go off. But like, where is that rage coming from? Like what, do disrespect even feel like what looks like how do you even know when somebody's disrespecting you when you don't respect yourself you know what i mean to that extent that's hard yeah it's uh, uh it could be a slippery slope <laughs> it could be a very dangerous slippery slope because i prime example especially girls because women, we do it all the time. We call each other bitches and, you know, hoes. Or allow other men to call us hoes and tricks and uh, gold diggers. And we pride ourselves sometimes on just that. Because we know either our worth or we don't know our worth. You know what I mean? So, it's just mm-hmm. like we allow these sayings or name callings to just be another... I want to say character, but like another name for us, you know what I mean? And it's just like identification uh, of ourselves, if, if if you will. And I feel like no, that shouldn't be allowed because now we're not holding ourselves to a certain standard. Do you agree? Uh, Even with men. Yeah, but you know when to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you know when whenever you're. It's a level of comfort, too, that has to be factored in with that. You know what I mean? Because, mm. you know, somebody said, you know, bitch, shut up. You know what I mean? <laughs> and in certain right. circumstances, you would love that all. Mm. In other circumstances, you'd be like, hold up, cuz. You know what I mean? Right. Right. I know my brother get upset when I call him a bitch sometimes. I don't be mean to him. I'm like, bitch, man. But he's like, call me a bitch, man. Like, I think even for guys, it's like, nah, like. That's that's one of the words you can't say to them because they feel like it's, it's a pride thing. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't no bitch. I ain't no bitch, nigga. Be, you know what I'm saying? They got to prove themselves that they not that. Which is crazy. Right. I mean, in a sense, like, because I feel like your character is going to speak for yourself regardless. So you ain't got to prove nothing to nobody. People going to know what they know for who you are because they want to get that time. But if you just allow yeah. anything and anyone to say whatever then then you don't have some type of self respect for yourself and i think that's the difference yeah yeah definitely yeah but even when it comes to like relationships and family like you and uh like a serious long-term relationship whatever and you know you got to defend or protect and honor your partner and what if your partner say some real disrespectful shit? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just hit below the mm-hmm. belt. Do you go like, disrespectful? That because like also mm-hmm. to a certain degree, I feel like that has to be defined. Like when you say your partner says something disrespectful. Yeah. Like one, your partner should feel comfortable enough to say whatever they want, you know, and like how you interpret that will be different. You know what I mean? It's not what you say, it's how you say it. That's how. I, that's what I got from that. Because, <laughs> look, I think some things shouldn't be said that are personal. Now, don't... I'm not saying that my partner need to bite their tongue, but I feel like they should know what's below the belt and what's not. You know what I mean? Like, something... And if you're going to tarnish my character because let's let's think about it. let's give give an example people we arguing let's say we in a relationship we arguing i'm mad and i want to get to you because i'm upset you know i'm not saying i'm that type of character but people are like that people want to like feel even uh, and get their revenge or make you hurt as much as you they feel hurt you know what i mean so they say some man that's why you mm-hmm. come click and you can't stroke right or something i don't know this is something about your manhood whatever <laughs> And you feel like, well, bitch, you know, I've been trying to take my vitamins and I can't, <laughs> I can't pump like I used to. Like, you know. Uh, <laughs> not the vitamins. What? But in whatever case, you know what I mean? Well, I think that's also a question of like, yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Hello? Yeah, I'm listening. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like um, it's all situational, you know what I mean? Because in a relationship, 
you you should be able to either you know find the ground or really be able to like talk communicate issues properly where you're not trying to hurt each other's feelings. Yes, but I do hear what you're yeah. saying about like respect in a relationship. You should respect the person enough to know when you're going below the belt. Right. Even when you dealing with like baby mothers and baby fathers, they get the worst disrespect. I don't care what anybody. Says. If you are a baby mother or a baby father, you're disrespected unless y'all like on some cordial shit. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all got some agreement that y'all a bye bye. But other than that, every situation I know, they always downplaying the baby mother or always down talking the baby father, and it's like for generations. You know what I'm saying? That's been the case. Like my baby mother ain't shit. She just out there. Tricking all that baby party ain't mine. Just say it's a real disrespectful, <laughs> real yeah. disrespectful shit. You know what I mean? And it's just like, damn, these, you lay with me. Situations where, but these are you the situations not where like people are like planning to build families. You know what I mean? This okay. is situations where, uh oh, we're parents. You know right, what I mean? Right. Right. That's so that I mean. There was no ever like stability or stable relationship to start with in those situations. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I feel so like they feel that way because they don't know that other person really. Right. And they never took the time, right. or usually don't take enough time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you know that all comes right back to knowing someone and getting that time. And like I think we so you know, drawn to getting that quick response and love and just whatever fast. Um, could we have this envision that we want this ideal, perfect relationship, but you, your baby mothers and baby fathers, y'all gotta remember who y'all laid down with from the jump before y'all even get right. disrespectful. You know what I mean? That part, like actually knowing right. that person. So, and I think that even, you know, that's a whole different topic, but even just laying down with somebody as quickly, you know, that's an issue in our society. That's a whole, like I said, that's a whole other topic. <laughs> um, <laughs> but why do you think some people, or do you think some people just don't have that personal respect from themselves? Like, where, like, how don't you, first of all, if you are a human being, just. In- <laughs> I think a lot of people, they don't know, they don't know what it looks like. You know what mm, I mean? Talk about it. That's a great point. You know, like, they don't know. Like, a lot of people, like, for instance, um, I, I don't know if my mom is listening or not. Hey, but, shout out, hey. <laughs> like, uh, you know, with my mother, like, she was married three times mm. to three. Um, they were, you know, different men, but they had a lot of similar qualities. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that, you know, there was never a talk about with me and between her and I about like dating and how you should approach those kind of situations, mm-hmm. what you should look for in a mm-hmm. mate, what you should want to gain from building a relationship. So in that way, when I started out dating and whatnot, I had no idea what I was doing. So to someone in, in some of the situations I put myself in, right. in to someone looking outside, they might not think I, that I respect myself, but it's just that I did not know any better. Mm. You that's something that I talk about in my docu-series on my YouTube channel about, uh, you know, telling those stories of people like me who, you know, just entered this world of adulthood and learning mm-hmm. and loving and building mm-hmm. relationships and friendships with no no real scope of what mm-hmm. that looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I think I talked about that as well in my Dalton episode a couple uh, weeks back about how we just kind of push out there to the wolves and just trying to just adjust. You know what I mean? We never right. have that real example. And it's hard to have that example when you're not growing up with those examples. Most of us are raised in single exactly. parent houses or just, you know, trying to survive just to make ends meet. So we're just just going off what we see and all I'm you know, learn growing up personally is to love but who to love and how to love and what to love. You know what I mean? That part is just like, mm-hmm. it's a mystery. So I think that's very key um, to have those tools and examples 
growing up so we can actually know what to look for. That's very key. Um, you hit it right on the nose. But some people don't agree. Some people just want to be disrespectful by choice. I don't understand that. Like, <laughs> well, they don't have no care in the world for no one and just... I think that also may be, like, involuntary. You know, I feel like a lot of people will not acknowledge hurt mm-hmm. and they won't acknowledge trauma or damage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We'll, mm-hmm. we'll push through, oh, I'm a savage and this and that, but it, it, the truth is, no, somebody <laughs> hurt your feelings and you just won't have any onus of that, mm-hmm. which is not the other person's responsibility. They're, they're your feelings to manage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. So some people are choosing to present a disrespectful demeanor because they feel it's a protection to keep mm. them from getting hurt. Yeah, I agree. Because they don't know how to show their emotion or talk. People don't know how to communicate. Or they're just afraid of. You know what I mean? Because they've seen other people be hurt or other people, you know, upset. something has happened to another person they might know, and they don't want that to happen to them. But the one thing I always tell people, especially when we're talking about, like, specifically with dating and relationships, is that, like, you will never not be hurt by a person. Because, one, like I said before, your feelings are yours to manage. So if someone says something to you, their intention might not be to hurt your feelings. If your feelings are hurt, that's for you to To flesh out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So there will never not be a time in love and like in relationships where you will not be hurt. So for people saying, I'm scared of getting hurt, you're really just not ready. Mm. Mm. That part. Because you will never not. I've had situations where I'll be like just in a hookup with somebody and Mm -hmm. they'll say something or do something. I'll be like, wow, I did not like that. You know what I mean? (laughs) But like they didn't know. They they have no knowledge of that. You know what I mean? And unless I say something, they'll continue to not have knowledge of it. Right. And that's true. And I think you got to know yourself. And I think that's very important. Because even I, for one, I take things personal sometimes. I'm not even going to lie to you, Rich. I'll be real defensive. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I just, like, had to take a step back and just 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 look at the situation for what it was. And take me out of it. Take my emotion out of it. And just look at the facts. And just, you know, go off that and see how I can change my behavior or what I didn't like about the situation, how can I address so it could be a different outcome, that part. And I think that's being effective um, because other people would just, like I said, rash out and just try to look for, oh, they ain't going to disrespect me and my character. I'm going to make sure that, you know, I, I stand up and be about my shit, like make sure nobody's going to step on my toes. And it's just crazy. Right. So how do you even... But yeah, you said it. You said it definitely uh, just now that you got to look at the facts because that's right. all we have sometimes are the facts. Right. So for people who don't know how to even show or give, what is some like tips personally, you know, that you can give to show respect? Like how can people learn to give respect? Uh, the most important thing is, like I was saying earlier, is give what you want to receive. You got to treat people the way you want to be treated. That's I think that's the only way to even learn what, one, self-respect looks like, and two, how to respect other people is to learn, you know, what. how do you want to be treated when you go into any situation? If it's just like how you treat the person when you go to buy your, your coffee or how you treat the person, you know, that is serving you your dinner or how you treat the person who you are dating or whatever, mm-hmm. you have to always keep in mind yourself and how you want to be treated and give that to other people. Right. And I think, um, going back to what you were saying earlier, communicating to the other person, how you want to be respected is the major key. Cause everyone's different. Everyone, um, have a different love language. Everyone have just a different, just communication and um, how they was raised. Some people are like, like you said, um, are traumatized from their childhood experience. So they probably was never even shown respect from anyone. So they probably don't even know how to give it. Um, but going just back to the basis of self-love, which you first mentioned, um, how to even give that genuine 
respect to people because when you talk to elders or even children, you have a different tone and behavior. You walk different. You talk different. You have a, a modest, you know what I'm saying? Generally respect right. for people. And that comes from what? It got to come from somewhere. You don't just just wake up out of nowhere but like, nah, fuck all these elders. <laughs> and I don't care about their wheelchairs. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Fuck like, fuck, They do be saying fuck these kids. <laughs> they the future man we need them right we need the kids so i just like you know going back to the core of how you want to be treated like you said but making sure other people know how you want to be treated as well um making that known because a lot of people would definitely would try to test you um, like you were saying earlier, <laughs> getting tested mm-hmm. out here in 2020. So, I, for me, exactly. one person that I feel like I have the most utmost respect for would probably be a lot of people answer their mothers, right? I definitely have the most mm-hmm. respect. And sometimes, like even today, I was tested <laughs> and I was like, yo, I felt myself about to get disrespectful with my mother. And I was like, had to catch myself, you know what I mean? Because... Moms will be moms, okay? Just that's all yeah. I'm saying about the situation. Moms will be moms. <laughs> Cause Lord knows I was about to just pull my hair out. But um but right. I understand. You're... You know what I mean? I understand because she coming from a different time and just you know, certain things need to be a certain way and she's not gonna tolerate certain things in the house. And I get it because uh-huh. It's out of respect, and it's just like I'm very, I'm very like stern when it comes to respect. Like I don't allow or even tolerate. I get real upset if I ever feel disrespected, even if it's not even my situation. If my friends, if I feel like my friends are being disrespected, I'm going to defend their honor. So I don't even play them type of games, and I think that's all based off how my mom raised me. You know what I mean? So, um, right. and it's just. I don't know, like, I don't know what, like, it's just a fire that comes out of nowhere and I get real, like, defensive, you know, like, nah, don't, don't say nothing like that to her, like, you just want to defend somebody honor, like, you a hero or something, like, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know where that, you know, that steam come from, but, yeah, I definitely think my mom mm-hmm. instilled that into me to, like, don't, make sure you respect your elders, make sure yeah. you help people, make sure... You know, you just no, did. I feel that hundred percent. Like I was in, I was in Walmart today, and um, while I was in Walmart, this lady, <laughs> this lady was literally a hundred and sixteen years old. Like her name was Selma. Like oh. she was so old, <laughs> old black lady, and she was um, working the red center. When I say she was like old, like she had the George Jefferson with like oh bald on the top and the hair around the side. <laughs> The but then she had like dreads around the side, <laughs> which oh. I was like, "Oh, Selma, you know what I mean?" <laughs> and she was so old, and she's like working in the like speedy checkout line, and she's supposed to, you know, you go to that checkout line so you can get out the store quicker, right? Well, not when Selma is ringing things up. Nope. I don't know if it was her first day <laughs> or what, but Selma was moving at the speed of tears, like oh, she was moving God. so slow. <laughs> And so I got in her line, and my like we have been there so long that my friend that I was with, she was like, "I'm just gonna wait in the car," like because she was really taking a long time. Right. So when it got when I got up to ring up my stuff, uh, Selma was supposed to be going on her break, and she, you know how elders get about they they mm-hmm. break and they time, you know they want to be treated a certain way. So I literally was helping her ring up my stuff mm-hmm. i'm teaching her i don't even i've never worked at walmart a day in my life but i'm teaching her how to use the register right. so you know i could get out a little quicker but i could have lost my patience and got right. angry with her right but i'm like no she's an elder i need to respect her exactly. in this way and then there were people she turned her light off while she was working with me to tell people her line was closed so she could go on her break and there were two <laughs> ladies who got in line behind me and I let both of them know, you know, I was like, hey, Selma's going on break. So y'all got to get in another line. You know what I mean? Because, like, 
I just said in that moment, I I was Selma was an elder. You know, we were connected. Right. You know what I mean? You was her grandson for the day, right? Exactly. Yeah, I, I had to teach it. her how to you know turn her, turn the volume on her phone and stuff <laughs> like that. And that's awesome. And that's like one of the main things that we are told growing up, respect your elders, respect your elders. And a lot of people disagree with that because they're like, man, these elders don't respect me. Like, And I'm like, so what? You know what I mean? Because a lot of people are stuck in their way. Some people are just prime to who they are at the core. You know what I mean? And they're not going to change. They, they are who they are. And I think that aspect of just having that instilled in us, you know what I'm saying, will actually make mm-hmm. us a better people. Because a lot of people don't respect that. They wanna they don't wanna help. I ain't seen nobody help an old lady cross the street in years. You know what I mean? They don't wanna So yeah. shout out to you helping Miss Selma today. Like we need to have that coming back into our community because a lot of these youngsters they don't care. They don't want to hear what the wise man saying. You know what I mean? Because they don't have respect right. for their knowledge. And then it's like, yo, that's yeah. that's wisdom. That's crazy. Yeah, I think people don't see it. Um, they don't hold it in the same regard. You know what I mean? Like, in our present time, currency is different. You know, people uh, want instant gratification for everything. You know, you showed up for work. You want somebody to let you know that you did good for doing that. When in reality, showing up for work is the requirement of the job. You know what I mean? You know, so people don't see wisdom as an exchange of currency anymore. They don't don't value that because it's, it's not weighted in our system. Our system is weighted by likes. Our system is weighted by follows. Mm. Our system is you know, weighted by fandom, things like that. You know, mm-hmm. that's how we value things. We add worth to things that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so the wisdom of an elder to some of us, to some people, just doesn't hold that weight anymore. And so that's kind of why that's we deep. don't see people helping cross the street and people aren't spending time with the elders because they're chasing those other things. Yeah, that's a great point. I'm glad you said that because that's, that's definitely... Yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's definitely the answer. You're right. <laughs> yeah. So why do you think respect is so important, though? Like, the core of reason, like, why respect is even exists, you know what I mean? Or moral because trait. It's, it's, it's a way, it's it's like a guiding force in life. Mm. It sets the tone for, for almost every interaction you have. Anytime you interact with a person, whether it's short-term or long-term, if that person does not have respect for you or you don't show respect to that person or however the interaction should lead, it's all led in that the level of respect. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think respect also go hand in hand with manners. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, seriously, and a lot of people don't even have manners. Now, I'm very, like, on my manners. Like, I should be an expert in manners like because i literally make sure i say please thank you and make sure i like just be appreciative and show my appreciation for people and make sure like honestly you can go a long way if you have some manners just by being courteous and nice but genuinely like don't be nice to people have got me in so many places yeah just being nice yeah you can catch more flies with honey than vinegar that's what they always say so be on your honey bee shit. All right, cool. So I just think that aspect and that those morals need to get back intact with our society. Like you were saying, everything what we value now, we should still go back to the old days and still remain those core values that make us human. You know, because likes and mm-hmm. follows that shit ain't gonna go with us to the grave. But what is gonna go with us is our characteristics as a human being. Who we are as right. a person, who we, what we stand for, what we believe in, like that part, and I think that's why, like a lot of people, you know, I want to make sure this social issue is reinforced back into our communities to like, yo, I need to show respect to my mother. I need to make sure the same respect I have for, for my mother, I have for my baby mother. You know that part, right. you know right. what I mean? And I think that's why it's a disconnect with generations. Because hey, everybody on my live, shout out to everybody on my live right now. Um, but that's that's the di- disconnect that we have with our society um, because we don't show that nourishing and 
just love. You know what I'm saying? For one another. So that's why we are mm-hmm. disrespectful. Even on social media. Speaking of that, we, especially on social media, we go ham. We stop posting pictures and we call niggas out. I think like, that like social media. It made the work. Social media has definitely created a level of onus Mm-hmm. That like does not really exist. You know what I mean? It like makes people feel like they are owed something, yeah. or that you know they have in some kind of entitlement to you or your life just because right. you're sharing things. Right. And that's why, I like, I, like, and I make this joke all the time. I'm always like, you know, God, please don't let me end up with someone who posts like sex memes or something weird. You know what I mean? Like, right. please don't let me like be invested <laughs> be just... into like some kind of relationship. And then that's, this is who that person really is. But you, you know what I mean? We feel like and so much of our interactions with people are made and snap decisions from their Instagram or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it it like, again, it holds so much weight. And that's because we as a society has given it that power exactly. you know what i mean we gave exactly. it that power exactly so Stop. Uh, take the power it's back it's only made stronger by those people take the power back i got the power all right so shout right. out <laughs> shout out to everybody commenting on my live they definitely let um social media control them shout out to bag gal vanity and um also miss outspoken shout out to y'all for commenting thank you um i want to get into who up next because i want to get into an interview about you rich um because you you're popping that's first of all you're popping all right so i've literally been following you and everything that you've been doing i want to get into your podcast that you have me centric and with the shit um i love the name so uh, give people just a little background of like what those shows is about and how they can tune in as well okay uh me centric was a um, continuation basically of a conversation i was having with some friends and you know us people of a certain age you know in your late 20s early 30s it seems like we're always talking about the same thing with our friends right you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and so this that podcast was a way to you know, have continue that conversation and, um, you know, help bring that conversation to more than just our table. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, with the shits, it was a little more fun. Yeah. Like um, Cause you know, me centric was a little more serious. We talked about a lot of heavier topics, but on, uh, with the shits, it was just purely like good times and that kind of stuff. Uh, it was a podcast I did with a very good friend of mine, uh, who unfortunately we aren't, we're oh, kind of no. estranged currently. Oh no! Uh, but yeah, it's it's a crazy story. But uh, we're currently estranged. But I just remember one day we had went out to a bar, and we came back, and we were like, first of all, we were so drunk, right? right. <laughs> we left the bar. Just I mean, like I tore down mass, but we were still like really lit. Like oh, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to end the night. Right. So we went to Walmart and we got like. So like mozzarella sticks and we still had some wine and he had a J mm-hmm. and I was like, let's just like, you know, we went back to the house and we just kept talking. So I was like, yo, we're funny. <laughs> like me <laughs> and you are hilarious. Yeah. So I was like, let's record this. So we started like literally almost every one of those episodes is like us coming back from the bar or us getting ready to go out right. or something like that. So it was literally just us like having, you know, being friends with, now everyone that's listening and bringing them in on the joke you know right, what i mean right and that's a powerful like because people can relate and people want to and just be just inclusive like they want to be engaged because that's what we want we want to feel invited and uh, relatable so i think that's very powerful that's why why i'm on the mic right now so just to make that connection with people um i also want to get into how you're gifted mm-hmm. in graphic designing um so shout out to that because that's a whole skill in itself so i might need a couple projects from you but um <laughs> on the flip side of that <laughs> how did you even get involved with like creating these designs i know you also do a lot of blogs and video promos um you got your hands mm-hmm. tied up in a lot of things so how did you even get into all that well, it all started when I um, graduated from high school. Okay. Uh, right before I left, I joined this club called the Diversity Club because my school was actually primarily white, the high school that I went to. And um, so we joined this uh, diversity club and asked 
to, in the beginning of the year, to put together an assembly, and the assembly would be like our presentation at the end of the year. So all year long, I was working for producing this show, and it was like going to be this kind of like show reminiscent of like Flip Wilson from like the 70s, where it was like a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. So we lived performances and a runway portion. And so it was this big show, but it also like incorporated like cultural things, performances like music through the decades. And we had like students and teachers performing in these like big numbers where like they dressed like Tina Turner or something. And then we had like a traditional Native American wedding where we brought a whole like teepee on the stage. Oh wow. And then we did like all just all this big production. Right. And once um over this is what I want to do with my life. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. I don't know how I can how I can manifest more of this, but like this is what I want to be doing. Yeah. So um when You're I went to college it. I kept doing shows mm-hmm. and producing shows and from those shows like learning all the things you need to help with the show. So graphic design became something I like taught myself wow. to help myself promote the show. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Um, and then as I, you know, transitioned out of college, I was, you know, going into different jobs and I work here, work there. And um, as I'm working there, I'm like always going back to doing shows. So I'm, for a while, I ran my own open mic and booking and everything for the show and uh all all the while i was like doing the graphic design thing kind of like on the side because i didn't really know that it was something i could make like money from in real life you know what i mean Mm yeah but it wasn't until i was put into a situation where i needed to make money from it Uh, because i actually was working this job and i was like oh i'm you know i am a functioning member of society you know what i mean like right. i'm working this good job i got my car just got an apartment i'm doing everything i'm supposed to be doing and then i got let go from the job ah got yeah. let go from the job for something like a minute it wasn't even like a big like i stole or anything right. like that something you know what i mean but, hey, but it was really the universe pushing me exactly like, everything happened for you said a what reason. i say exactly everything happened for a reason speaking of which you... oh yeah so it definitely was the universe like telling me like this. Say again. I said yes. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, I want to get into your clothing line, the vintage thrills. If I was, did I say that right? Thrival. Uh, vintage thrills. Okay, I'm sorry if I mispronounced it. Thrival. Vintage thrills. Yeah. First of it's all, okay. I love the '90s, '80s look. Like that gives me life. Like absolutely gives me life. So um, I definitely thank wanted... you so much. Yeah, that's a huge part of my personal aesthetic. is It's always been that. Like I've always loved like the way people dressed in the eighties and the nineties. So I've always incorporated incorporated that into the way I look. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I decided to just kind of bottle that lightning and turn that into something other people could you know take partake in also. Yeah. Absolutely. I um I need a jacket or two. So, but do you design your own clothing, or do you have like a team that's like creating these fashion ideas, or, or are you just giving the ideas and they creating the style? Like, what's up? No, nah, it's all me. I mean, Shout I don't. Out to you. Sew. Shout out to you. So in that facet, I don't. Um, but only because I just haven't taken the time to teach myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but. I, I plan to definitely within the next like few months really sitting down and like getting comfortable with the machine. Yeah. But um, yeah, outside of that, like I paint everything that you see like that's embellished or painted or, you know, destructed in any way. Like I, I'd hand do it myself. So you're gifted. <laughs> so <laughs> seriously, oh, you. <laughs> you're gifted. Like I love all those like, so 90s looks. I'll definitely need a jacket or two. Um, but I know you travel a lot and host a lot of gigs. Do you still do that too, or are you still like kind of more focused on your fashion and your uh, graphic designing? Oh, I I do it all. You Anything it all. that I can fit into a day, I'm gonna hey. do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I, I went to an event recently where this lady uh, was giving a speech about her husband who just got back from um, being in Afghanistan and he was fighting in the war. 
And since he's been back, he's been back maybe a year. And since he's been back, he's had to have 121 surgeries. Wow. So this man will never, you know, never be the same. Like, right. Right. He, can't, he won't have ever had the same quality of life that he had before he left. Yeah. And so that was, to me, like an inspiration to be like, I can do even more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so I will do everything in my power to make sure I'm making the most of every day and taking advantage of every moment because that could be me. You know, I could go out here and, you know, Lord forbid, but like get in a car accident or something. And then that could literally turn my life upside down. So yeah. while I have yeah. the, the energy, while I have the strength, I'm going to do everything that I can. So I'm doing it all until I can't anymore. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Speaking of which, what is your personal 2020 goals like for this year? Like, what do you want to accomplish specifically for this year? Oh, um, I have so many. Oh, yeah? One, I'm definitely regaining control of my body. Yes. Um, I've, I've struggled with weight my entire life. Right. When I graduated from high school, I weighed like 385 pounds. Wow. So, um. Of course, I don't. I'm not that big yeah. <laughs> anymore. You look great. But um, and it was never, never. It was never a situation where I was like losing weight to date or losing right. weight for any of those reasons. I literally, my biggest catalyst when I first started was I hated buying clothes that just covered my body. Right. Right. You know, like I wanted to be fashionable. I wanted to mm-hmm. express myself through my clothing, and right. I couldn't do that at the size that I was um, initially. Absolutely. So that that was like the one biggest thing that brought me to, you know, and then I I would plateau. I'd be in it, you know, good, in a good place, in a bad place for a while. But this year is the year that I've really been focused on, um, you know, regaining control. Right. I think that's the most important part, like taking your life, getting it back in control, going to the direction that you can see yourself actually being powerful in and being successful in. Um, that's the most important part and I think you're doing great just already because literally I've been seeing you everywhere so I see the grind Um, I would love to like like I said hook up with you on your podcast and just like you know just continue the network with you because I can see the vision Mm -hmm. as well Um, you definitely are growing Uh, do you have any advice because I feel like you came out of like this entrepreneur grind season and a lot like your website i was on today i was like this is lit like i was like i need to i need to like just have some one-on-one time and get my shit up there you know what i mean but you do your podcast Mm -hmm. you have your blog you got your like the clothing design like everything is just literally popping off so how do you manage to keep everything ordered and going uh, one, it's a, a level of self-awareness you have to have with yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you have to know what you can make time for, what's imp- and you have to prioritize like, you know, what these are the parts of my life that I need to fulfill more of or, or these are the parts of my life that I need to get rid of or, mm-hmm. you know, these are the things I need to dedicate my time to. And you have to be serious with yourself. Right. You know, there are some days that I used to just, like, I'll be in here doing things that I'll be like, I'm just going to sit here on the couch for a few hours mm-hmm. or for a few minutes, really. And then that few minutes will turn into a few hours yeah. and I've wasted a whole day. Yeah. And there's so many things I could have do- got done in that day, but I just wasn't taking myself seriously. Yeah. So that's my biggest advice to anyone doing anything. No one will take you as seriously as you take yourself. Absolutely. And I think being consistent as well. It's always key. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So where can people like come and listen to your podcast or buy any material? Um, how can people like just get any graphic design work from you? All those endeavors. How can people get that? Everything is on the website. So www.iamrichrocket.com um, okay. or, on, or on my social media, all my socials. Uh, um, are the same at I A M Rich Rocket on Twitter, uh, all that stuff, or at Vintage Thrivals. That's Vintage T H R I V A L S 
on everything, including uh, Venmo and Cash App. <laughs> hey, my man, make sure you get the Cash App. So before we go, um, I have okay. a little segment that I have on the show called Versus. And this basically compares two songs that use the same kind of sample, all right? This week, I did Mace, Tell Me What You Want, versus Tiana, Mm -hmm. How Do You Want It? And I put a poll up, so shout out everybody who was on my poll who voted. Thank you. I will be an upcoming versus party. I'm speaking into existence right now, 2020, all right? So... I'm going to play both of these songs, but you got to vote, Rich. You got to tell me what you think is the best sample, the original song or the sample. So we're going to play Mace because, you know, that's who I chose personally. I'm going to tell you my vote right now. That's who I chose. What you want. And then we're going to play Tiana, how you want it. So who you like? Who who you think? (laughs) I'm going to tell you one, but who you think won? Uh, I think that the Mesa joint is going to win, but I think that's because we heard it first. You know what I mean? Yeah. You'd be surprised. Some of these samples be winning. Like, last week, I was getting nervous, but yeah. the original won. But the first week I did it, the sample won. So, you'd be surprised. These new kids, they don't know nothing about these old music. So, <laughs> they don't know nothing about that. So, right. I chose Mace, too. But we're going to play a little Mace. Tell me what you want. Hit it. Versus Tiana, how you want it? So that was Mace, you know, a little snippet. Here we go with Tiana. Versus for this week, and the winner is drum roll, Maze. Hey, it was eighty-five percent to like fifteen. So shout out everybody who voted. Thank you, Rich. You was right. The classic always wins. Okay, <laughs> the classic always wins. So I am gonna be throwing the versus party this summer. So stay tuned for that. But Tiana, she did a good job. You can't fake. That this ain't no hit. So I'm glad she got uh, my man King right. Combs because it was only right. Mm-hmm. You can't just do that and not have Diddy Sum on the track. <laughs> you feel me? So shout out to them for making that record. But yeah, Mace won. Yeah, I was about to say, so it is all right. Yeah. So shout out to everybody who voted. Shout out to you, Rich, for joining me in the house. Shout out to everybody who was tuned in live with me. Right. In the house, thank y'all. Make sure you come back next week. 
1500 Podcast City. I'm your girl, Lady Merck. Thank you again, Rich Rocket, for rocking with your girl. Thank you so much for having me. Yo, make sure you tune in each week. Pull up on me, both spot, Euphoria and Not Candy. Peace.